the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or better yet, do me a favor, come on over and visit with us and ask your gardening question in person. Like this young lady did. Yeah, like she's uh, doing with Calvin. She's answering. Guess what I saw walking in. That was beautiful. Um, What's the bloomingest thing in the nursery today? Vinca? Gold Star Esperanza? Pentas? Blenda's Dream, I saw that. Is that the one that you were? Yeah, that's. uh... He's taking my thunder. I was wondering when I saw the ad. I said, I thought of him when I was. uh, Yeah. This is the first batch I've been able to get all year. Wow. And I was able to get enough to put them on sale. Yeah, let's see if I, uh, you want me to tell them the sale price yet? Because what's what's so special about, for those who don't know. It's Jerry's favorite rose. <laughs> it is Jerry's favorite rose. It's tough. I've grown it. It's almost Milton proof. You grew it and lived through it? It's very uh, fragrant. It's fragrant. It's forgiving. So most, most of these roses that actually do well here and take our heat don't have much fragrance. Right. Yeah, yeah very fragrant. I can't. I can't quite hear you there. So let's let. Well then, yeah. We'll just. So what Jerry said was, you can kiss it goodbye. That's what I heard. All right. See that this street goes both ways, my friend. All right. Yeah. So we have Belinda's dream. Yeah, it's on sale. Yeah. Uh, it's in the three-gallon pot. Three the, num- the number three. The number formerly known as the three-gallon. <laughs> Regularly. Twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, and then wait. Can I show Trace what uh, what you're about to read? Yeah. Does that look right? And then yeah, I, I think twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, but and on sale. If you buy one. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking that's right. Okay. Twenty four eighty eight on sale. Right. Okay. And two for forty five dollars. Okay. It wasn't the two I was concerned about. It was the the one. Oh, people always ask to save a little bit on one. That's, okay, that's a little bit. Yeah, that's a little bit. All right. <laughs> well, so twenty four eighty eight in the number three pot and two for forty five dollars. Yeah, that's a that's a. But off the top of my head, I think the regular price is wrong. I think they were twenty. Uh, it says yeah. It's maybe it's maybe that's the part that's that's not. I, yeah, I think there's a typo. I think they're twenty nine. I think regardless, it's, I think it's more sale. normally. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, that's uh, a Texas superstar, of course. Right. Yeah, he got it. He got it there, on the deal. 
and uh, that's a that's a uh, Greg Grant uh, 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 Parsons uh, selection that was put on the market. And this is this is well. We'll wait till Trace uh, finishes helping somebody. But this is a practically a wait a minute, a Texas superstar weekend. Yeah, is uh, is Sinisa a Texas superstar? No. Oh, because it won't grow all over the state. Well, <laughs> it could be. We, yeah, it could be. It should be looked at. Uh, well, I think we, so. We, we were grooming uh, Le- Lynn's legacy. Yeah. The blue one, which is unusual. Which I have, and it's on this sale as well. Oh, is it? Do you oh. notice it says values to $39.99? Yeah. <laughs> it's on sale, the number three and the number five? For uh, Lynn's Legacy's in a five, and the other okay. Silverado's in a three, and there may be a, another odd strain over there. All right, are you sitting down, Jerry? Do what? Are you sitting down? Yeah. Number three or num- and number five, values to $39.99 on sale. Twenty four eighty eight. Yeah, I know. And they were blooming last Saturday. I had to go out of town last Sunday. The Lynn's Legacies were full bloom. So did we get any rain? <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh-huh. See? All right. I'm just saying. But why did Lynn's agree with you and Silverado disagree with yeah. you? Yeah. Oh. Lynn's, Lynn's, you know, from a purist standpoint, which you know I am. Yeah. Lynn's uh, <laughs> concerns me because it'll say... Um, yeah, and if you read the description, it says bread to bloom more often. And it's like, well, wait a minute now. It's not going to rain more often. It's going to so. Well, it has been this now, year. Now Silverado was actually bread to bloom more. Oh, maybe than, it's Silverado the, that I'm thinking of. Variety. Okay, I'm but Lynn's sure legacy. Legacy. I encourage you to come see it because I, I'll, I, 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 you know, I don't mean to disagree with you. Yes, you do. Okay, I do. It is blue. I, it's it's a rich, rich, rich purple. I don't know no, if it's blue. It's completely it's, blue. What color? Uh, okay. <laughs> you got something blue on you? His shirt. What color is your shirt? Well, the one pictured is purple. What, what color is your shirt? Is it blue? Dark blue, yeah. Okay. Oh, so you're saying it's a light blue. Yeah, it's a light blue. Okay. Well, maybe I can get there. I, yeah. <laughs> but but, but we, when we were at Mitchell Lake, we'll tell you the story once again. When we when they had, I don't think Lynn's Legacy had even come on the market. Well, that's why we didn't make it a Texas superstar because nobody we had a supply problem. Yeah, nobody, no grower in Texas grows it. <laughs> and um, well, obviously they do if you got some. Yeah, but I didn't get them from Texas. Oh, jeez. But they. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad somebody's growing them in the United States. They uh, had one on the porch where we were broadcasting from, and. You know, it's easy to use the expression that it was like a showstopper or it stopped traffic. <laughs> it's literally stopped traffic. People be walking on the porch talking about something and go, "What is that?" <laughs> and they look at us, "What is that?" And they point to it because it was gorgeous. So yeah, that's uh, that's the way I first saw it too. I was riding around with uh, Paul Cox at the botanical garden, and I looked up there on the hill on the observ- on the hill at goes up to the uh, observatory, and I thought it was an azalea. It was oh, so, uh, okay. I thought I said, and that's a rocky place up there. And uh, then Paul Cox told me the story of Lynn Legacy, and uh, that was the beginning of it. He he had said that uh, 
it had to be in a well-drained soil, well-drained soil. But uh, since we've since we've had it on the market, nobody has complained about it dying or anything. Oh, good. But uh, and I will tell you just so beautiful thing. I know there is literally one, two people, uh, maybe more. Huh. That I want to know how my Sinisa project is coming. Oh, yes. Okay, so got them in the vermiculite. I have one that's been in there. Perlite. I'm sorry, the, uh-oh. Did you put them in vermiculite? Or did I do perlite? I don't remember. I gave you a phone number to find Yeah, out. I called Calvin. Do you remember what you told me? No. Oh, I got, I got Hold on. Well, what is the white? Uh, White's perlite. White's, oh, it's perlite. Yeah, okay. Okay. And I know you're going to. That's, that's okay. good. Because I was. Get ready. If you to, put it in vermiculite, it would have rotted. Get ready to hear Jerry talk with exasperation. Uh-oh. So I'm using my my uh, Starbucks Rose. cup method. Oh, okay. Got the vermiculite in there. Got a cover. So it kind of. You saying vermiculite? I'm sorry. I got the perlite in it. So it <laughs> kind of creates a terrarium me? effect. And, um, okay. and uh, yeah, so one, the one I first did is blooming, which is weird. Yeah. That's kind of, maybe it's the well, humidity in the thing. it's a terrarium effect. So yeah. The, yes. But does that mean it's still healthy in there? Doesn't mean it's not. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Trace. Okay. So for it maybe or maybe not, but I'm excited. I'm hoping that means that it's 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 finding its way and it's going to start rooting soon. Yeah. They said three to four weeks. Yeah. So uh, if I can do this, remember your promise to me. What did I say? That I could help you with Paul's. Uh, oh, so they, oh, you're not using that, Sanisa. No, we're going to get Paul's, and I'm going to help you. To, I know, but what, to, what are you if, using now? I don't know where practicing. Paul's. I'm practicing. Oh, okay. I think the conversation went, I can help you, said uh, me. And he said, <laughs> hell no, said Jerry. I'm not going to let you anywhere near that plant. Basically, uh, yes. <laughs> that was it. And I said, if I can prove that I can root there one, you go. will you let me? And you said uh, yes. Okay. Laura's on the line at 210-308-8867. She's got a question about Bermuda. Hi. Hi there, Laura. How can we help you today? Hi, I have um, we have Bermuda grass. Can you turn me up or something? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not you. you. It's Milton. It's me. No, oh. we had a te- we had a technical problem. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, we have Bermuda grass, and the rest of the majority of our grass in our front yard is growing very well. But we've got a sunny patch that's turning yellow and it's starting to spread. And, and a sunny, on the other what? side, it's starting to the yellow is starting to spread. The yellow spot. Oh, what kind of grass, grass is it? Bermuda. 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 Well, <laughs> so my first question is: is it, is it in a low spot? I would say yes. Then that's my first guess is with all this rain, it sat in it too long. And Bermuda should recover pretty rapidly once with the temperatures we're supposed to get. But then I saw something about rain on Tuesday. Oh, I'll check. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I'm with you. We uh, will be wishing for rain in little spots there (laughs) in a typical summer here. Well, I got nine inches last time. <laughs> last time it rained over my play. So anyway, uh, that's that's one thing to look at. I don't. You say it's the circle is spreading. 
It's not a circle. It's almost like a um, strip. Like it kind of. It um yeah, it's not a Oops. circle, but it looks like it's rectangular. And then, no, <laughs> it's like a pyramid. Uh, <laughs> I, I knew he was going to go with some other odd shape. Uh, I just knew it. Uh, <laughs> and he went with a three-dimensional too. Yeah. How do you do yeah. that? Yeah. Is that in full? Like is it in full size? Like a strip. Okay. Yeah. Is that uh, It's in full size. Cool. And you say it's in uh, strips? Yeah. So my other thought is mowing, that if you let that area get too tall, and then you go in and you mow it, you cut off all the green. And if you're not the one mowing it, you wouldn't have seen it happen. You know, and and that's an interesting point, too, Trish, because that low spot would would grow faster. And so there would the stems would be higher, and so... You could do that cutting, and there, there, it would look like it's in rougher shape than the rest of the lawn. When actually, it's just responding to the available water. And in which case, it'll recover from that quickly yeah, too. Yeah, very quickly. <laughs> well, the problem with that when you cut it that low, after it's been high, it takes it a while to come back. Because basically, you're m- removing the top vegetation. Which are the leaves, basically? And and quite often, uh, people react to that. And doesn't solve the problem. It just, yeah. get, it just. Uh, they water it. Yeah. Or <laughs> fertilizer. Yeah, my, add some fertilizer. Too. My I husband doesn't I, mow it. He doesn't yeah, mow it real uh, low. Right, but if he let it get too tall, and then mowed it even at his regular height that he mows it at, it would oh, still have the same, the oh, same I conditions. Because Bermuda's only green on like the top. 25%, yeah. 30%. Which, when we were getting all that rain, it was easy not to go mow. Oh, there, there was two weeks that I couldn't even get out. Every yeah. time I thought about mowing, right. I, I'd look outside and it was raining. Yeah. So the grass liked it. but right. Well, the good news is you can blame your husband. <laughs> thank you for thank you is, for calling. Is that good news? <laughs> it is uh, for her. So, so were they able to help you, hon? They said it was your fault. Well, that's funny. So you don't think it's fungal? Unlikely. Unlikely. Fungal. Bermuda doesn't get too many issues, especially not in a circle. Yeah, and then your your treatment is just continue to mow at the regular height, recommended height, and and uh, just as frequently, once a week at least. Oh, tell him mow every three days when it's actively growing. That's true. That's true. That's probably this this time. Get out and exercise. Well, the golf courses. uh, They they mow 18 holes and then turn back around and start back on one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, nice thank you, Laura. Give your husband hell, okay? <laughs> don't tell, okay, don't give him our number, though. <laughs> Just Jerry's. Just Jerry. Give it directly to Jerry. <laughs> thank you, Laura. Okay. Tell us what happens. Richard is on the line at 210-308-8867. Richard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Not too bad. Got a question. I put yes, out sir. some pre-emergent in my Bermuda, common Bermuda lawn, but I still have probably about 40% crabgrass, and all the chemicals that I see now say don't use above temperatures above 85, and my question is, if I hire a chemical company that come and does lawn treatments, do they have herbicides that are not available to lay people to treat it? Probably, but 
do you, what what height are you mowing your Bermuda at? It's probably about one inch, and I do it every single week. Okay, so can you get any lower than that? I could probably get it down to half an inch. All right, so I assume you have a relatively new home. That's going to be TIFF 419, so that's putting green. So ideally, it is a half an inch, and if it ever gets more than an inch, then you waited too long to mow. Okay, it's, um, uh, the house was built in 2010, so... Well, it's TIFF 419. So, okay. Uh, if you have the capability of going a half an inch, and you can mow every three or four days to keep it that way, that crabgrass is going to give up. Because you're going to keep cutting his head off over and over and over again, and won't be able to store enough energy to That's come back. That's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. I also so, doing some it's going to take a while, but it's going to happen. Okay, I also came across uh, doing uh, online reading of a chemical called quinclorac. I think it goes by the acronym XLR, and then the number eight. Is that usable in this part of the uh, part of the nation? So, so that, yes, but you already passed the temperature range. It's not going to screw up the Bermuda as much. It, it might mess up the Bermuda more than it messes up the crabgrass. We're already too warm. Okay, so just uh, mowing twice a week then. Uh, as low as frequently, possible. as low as possible. I'll put money on it that 99% of your problem disappears in the first two months. But don't give up on the pre-emergent because all it takes is your neighbor not to mow. And that goes to seed, blows into your yard, your problem starts all over again. So make sure you use that dimension would be the one I'd use in, uh, in the spring and the fall for, for the next time you own the house. Okay, dimension, I know it's in March. So when, when, uh, when in the fall, what month? Uh, well, there's no way to put a date on it in my mind. Okay. It's two to three weeks before it cools off for fall and two to three weeks before it warms up in spring. So every year can be different, at I, least in my thoughts. Well, rule rule of thumb is uh, before September 1st, and sometimes in the middle of August, but uh, I think you're safe when you do it September 1st. It's better to be too early than to be too late. My wife All righty, folks. Thanks for the info. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, sir. Good luck. You get a lot of good tips. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I'm waiting to hear back from Laura's husband. <laughs> He's cursing us right now. Yeah, I bet he is. He won't, Just remember he, he, that he, name, he Jerry Parsons. He won't know where it came from. Uh-huh. Oh, she'll, she'll throw you under yeah, the bus. Yeah, she's going to tell us. <laughs> I'd throw you under the bus. Yeah, yeah, we'd all throw you under the bus. Hey, hey. Is there a bus here? We'll, we'll prove it. Uh, a couple more weeks, there'll be a bus here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, got, we got a blood drive. Yeah, we sure do. Soon. Um, I'm trying to remember the date. I don't, I don't remember. Let me see. Although I do know that we had to change the dates on David because he had some conflicting something or other. Oh, my God. Hopefully it's on the website correctly now. Let me see. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, here's August. August is now up there, so let's see. Uh, we have the blood drive coming up on the 7th. August 7th. Okay. I ten to th- ten to three. So, again, blood supplies are are needed because uh, people have not been giving blood quite as much as they did prior to the pandemic. Mainly because <laughs> there weren't as many drives, so uh, it's still in short supply. So, so people are co- probably should save their blood up. Uh, yes, for for until the deal. Keep it well, in. Keep it in you. You, you say you. that, but I had one young man. <laughs> <laughs> that was in here this morning that did a, I forgot what he called it. He, he doubled up. 
Oh, he did the double so donation? So they, they wouldn't let him do one on this next go-round. Oh. Yeah, because I think that takes more weeks. Uh, what, whatever whatever he did, he had to wait another turn. Is it six to, weeks to or eight it. weeks, Calvin? You've given a lot of blood. How long do you I can't wait? remember when... I, when I was given blood, Bob... I'm pretty sure he listens they, to the show. He can call us and tell us what yeah, happened. Yeah, they, yeah, didn't, uh, <laughs> they didn't emphasize that two different kinds of... Yeah. Oh, no, I just well, meant... I'm, uh, not, I'm not sure what he did. I just okay. I had a conversation with him, and he something was double. And <laughs> so he wasn't able to do this next drive, and he's going oh. to have to do the, the so that's following that. Not they were, next they were more weekend, but the weekend after next. Something like that. Yeah, two weekends. They from were now. just more. They we'll see if we can get the blood. Worried about my trips to South Africa. Than, yeah. Than so was Jerry. Did you notice that he kept wondering about? Oh that. gosh, yeah. Because he yeah. was obsessed with that. <laughs> yeah, All right. Well, but then I realized it was Calvin, and we didn't have to worry. Oh, about okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, nobody jumped in to help me. What? I, I was trying to come up with my own joke. Uh, uh, no, no, I mean, no, with, with the, the, with the, the four the o'clock problem. The gardener that was having trouble with the, the four o'clock. I, I, uh, I already gave her my two cents. Oh, so it wasn't. Okay. Okay. I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> I told her chelated iron. I told her chelated iron. Oh, really? I... What a bush more or morning glory wasn't blooming or wasn't it, was it, it, it had that wonderful variegated foliage where oh, the veins were green and the surrounding yeah. tissue was yellow. Yeah, and then they it was such a complex, and they were uh, she was using a lot of different products, but they were they were all the products that we don't recommend. Don't recommend or you know kind of no we re- everybody recommends iron plus but not in a container like she's yeah. doing. <laughs> that was that surprised the heck out of me. Uh, but now I was, I was thinking of my, my experience with four o'clock you know I can't I can't get it under control. Yeah, and yeah. it's always really vigorous and she was worried about it. You know, uh, there are aphids on it. And, uh, <laughs> it was just hard to stay serious yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, you just you just have to have to forget about it, I guess. All right, let's take a break. While we do, you give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery sixteen zero four in Bulverde Road, right here on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Arrested me and they put me in jail and called my pappy to throw my bail. And he said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot ride. Lincoln. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Real quick, uh, if you've always wanted to bring more nature to your yard, from sparrows to purple martins to red birds, I'm going to, sorry. Is, we got a sparrow. This is, this, she loves you too. Yeah, she, she's what she texts That's me. That's fine. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so uh, you want to head over there to Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner Road, uh, and uh, go visit Kyle, the gang over there, and let them help you. If you've if you've been trying and it's not working, they can help you. Like our, our friend there, we'll have to find out how her Purple Martin uh, project came, or if she if she contacted Kyle, uh, or if you've got a situation where everything's fine, you just want it to be better. They can help you at Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military, and Hebner Road, or 
you're probably going there already, and it's working great, and you're bringing lots of nature to your yard. Then you can tell your friends about Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military, and Hebner Road. 479-BIRD, that's 210-479-BIRD. And they give tips, too. They do. About your bird. And so I, I have a question. Was that crickets or was that sparrows? It was, it was crickets. It was okay. crickets. Don't, right. don't. Okay. I, thought, I thought you might actually plant something no, that exciting. Be... Okay, this could well. be exciting for you. Now, you need to be, you're, you're way too close to Jerry on this. But we'll, okay. So you were right. I never said kiss it goodbye. No, I know. <laughs> but it looks like uh, Tuesday night, 20% chance of rain. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah, there you go. That's why you were too close. Twenty Wednesday, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, 20% chance of rain. Thursday, 20% chance of rain. And there we go. <laughs> Did you get wet? You were sitting in the splash zone. Now I understand. I was trying to figure out. I was too close. Now I understand. You were sitting in the splash zone. We tried to warn you. We don't believe in 20%. If, when I do the weather forecast, sometimes if you're up here, you need a parka. Uh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I believe in 20%. Or a rain slicker. Ever clear. What's that? Well, I believe in 20%, especially when they're talking something oh, like Oh, okay. <laughs> That's when, that's Al, that's when you needed the ba bum All right. I earned it that time. That time you did. Well, it's interesting, though, when they, because they have 20% for the whole day, yeah. but they might have 60% for 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. This oh, last, are they really? Okay. Yeah, this last spell, this, uh, this summer, that's been, had a number of those kind of situations. Uh, I'm going to have to retract my blooming thing in the nursery. As I look over there and look at that first line, uh, and that, which which color stands out the most, Chris? Yeah. To me, the yellow and the uh, UT orange. Yeah. Yellow. And UT orange. But how about this? This lavender uh, on the pent. Oh, the pent isn't that pretty. That is. That's an outstanding color. <laughs> we we've kind of forgotten a little bit about lavenders and pentas and. Uh, <laughs> it's so bright. You got to wear too. shades. It is so bright. You got to wear shades. That thing is really. It just jumps out. Especially that one. It would be clear that you want to plant in mass. Because uh, really you can yeah. You would think that method? Even I might what, what, do. Wait a what does mass mean? Yeah, that's what three. I'm getting at. Well, I know you got to do two, two, three, five, three, seven. Yeah, odd numbers. So, so it's a depends on the space, one. I suppose. What's well, no, that, this is this is where I might buy three. One is an odd number, but it's not a mass. Yeah. Oh, okay. This yeah, is, you unless know it's something like Mexican petunia, which becomes a mass. No, penta <laughs> doesn't spread, does it? Well, no. no. Just get, get but but you can do get the mass effect with Penta, like on your patio, and you have seven containers, and then you you know you fill each container up. Okay. With it might even be one plant, but some would be in three, and then you have that and drifts across your whole patio, and then that group it up like you're bowling, Milton. Oh, okay. I like that. <laughs> like you're setting up the pins. All right. Uh, and let's see. Uh, Jerry, did you see the blue plumbago? 
Uh, I saw a few out there. Yeah, there's a Just few. Just a few? Uh, <laughs> I think we had another I, 200 I, this morning. I feel like a, a beauty queen they walk, sold, walking down these aisles. Yeah, they there. sold so well last weekend at regular price, I couldn't help myself but to put them on sale yep. this go-around. 12-inch pot, regularly $24.99. Uh, Almost twenty five. That's right. Sale now on sale for sixteen eighty eight, and the twelve inch pot, and they're pretty. Yeah. That's the one that Jerry was. That's why I was giving him a hard time because <laughs> last week he was bragging on him so much. Oh yeah. Well, they they were they lined the sidewalk. Yeah. They they made it they made it difficult to <laughs> go ignore, wild. ignore so them. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. It was supposed to be in the ad last week. Oh. And I forgot. Okay. <laughs> so I had two hundred of them last week too. Oh okay. We don't blame you. We're doing all right. Hey, any new uh, tomato varieties? It looks like there may be some more stock. Uh, there was uh, three tables over there, and I didn't pay any attention to okay. the varieties. I know there was Tycoon, and I know there was Celebrity, and then, then I got lost. Okay. <laughs> they seem to... I had a guy by a couple flats yesterday. <laughs> I don't doubt it. The growers... The grower seems to stick with that Tycoon and uh, Celebrity. Well, I remember there was odds and ends. So, that, was, um, that was the first varieties that came out after the freeze. Yes, it was. And maybe before the freeze. Didn't Billy get some? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I had some in January, in the January in six Yeah, months. right. Billy gets it. Yeah, Billy. They lived in the greenhouse an awfully long time <laughs> before we moved them outside. Mm. Billy got his uh, large tomatoes at point, and then he was waiting for... Uh, for the uh, Ruby Crush, and so they there were some here. So Pretty we, sure there's still some more. So, so he, we quit. He ran over here. Yeah, quick call and we came and got them. Well, Calvin uh, stepped out to in, in, in the newspaper. In a good or a bad way? Definitely. Uh, well, well, in front risky. of a bus or in front it's of a risky. lady? Okay, in front of a bus. In front of a bus or in front of a what? <laughs> the head. The headline. Bad joke. Okay. <laughs> The headline is, Plants That Survive Freezes. Did pretty good on that. Mm-hmm. And Deer. Mm. Now, he ought to know better than write that in the paper. I'm not sure, well, that, some, that, that's, some, his, I'm not sure that's his headline. Somebody, somebody's going to call in. You know it. Oh. They're eating that in my yard. Well, there's less, <laughs> there's less emphasis on the... On the deer, deer than uh, on the plants <laughs> that uh, came back. He what made, we're discussing, uh, you know, what the article is discussing is uh, we're at the we're at the point where still still some people have plants like viburnum and uh, oh gosh, what's their hedge plant? Uh, Ollies? No, boxwoods. Boxwoods, yeah. <laughs> where are they? They don't necessarily have to, you know, they, they, they didn't perform very well in the freeze, in my estimation. Yeah. Yeah, my box would look perfect. Yeah? Yeah. Did you protect it? You protected a lot of stuff. Uh, no, I'm talking about my house. Oh, okay. You, here, oh, you bet. I, I, I had every boxwood inside that building. Okay. Well, then, so we got the, a big boxwood hedge by a big house in our neighborhood. And it's the strangest thing. One side is wiped out <laughs> one side has got uh, the tops killed yeah the bottom another side bottoms killed and then <laughs> and just the opposite 
you know, and then there's there's one side that no damage at all. <laughs> yeah, which, hopefully, hopefully that's the front side. Yeah. Well, no, that's, but it's it's a a corner line. Yeah. And it uh, surrounds the whole thing, and and, and so you got the <laughs> the mix there. Yeah, freezes freezes are interesting. And boxwoods are always that way to me. I mean, yeah. they're always. Uh, it's hard to explain why they're performing the way they do. But what didn't freeze everywhere? Hmm? What what shrub didn't freeze everywhere? Did um, not freeze. Well, the hollies. Hollies. That's hollies. why we recommend. Hollies. Yeah. Texas Mountain Laurel yeah. did, fair, did pretty well. <laughs> Took the bloom. Actually, right? in our uh, <laughs> summer uh, summer heat bloomers, you know, our Poinciana and Esperanza, all those. Yeah, I, I, I didn't expect to see the Mexican Bird of Paradise come back. I didn't. I didn't other either. than from seed. Yeah, I but, thought it would be a 50%. Uh, percent, but. Yeah, they're they're back in my neighborhood. Jeez. It just goes to show that you got to have faith. Not like Milton. Say, kiss it goodbye. I did never say that. <laughs> Milton. I never said that. When are you going to stop denying that? Just keep moving Well, if I, if I remember right, <laughs> I think Jerry did not say kiss it goodbye. Jerry said... Don't you? You're never going to be able to kiss it again. Uh, the is that what he said? Oh yeah, oh, yeah the Poinciana. He was definitely. Well, this was that poor woman, almost her voice cracking in tears. She was outside of Uvalde. Yeah. What was she? Was it citrus? I can't remember what. Uh, no, it was. Uh, was, was it a sago? Sago. Oh, she was almost in tears. <laughs> Will it survive? Kiss it goodbye, he said. <laughs> I also gave her hope to get out old pictures of it. Oh, that was nice. Now, I think she called and said it came back. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Milton, I bet you say that every day. You just don't realize it. Yeah. What's that? When, when you give your wife a, a peck on cheek and go to work. Say, kiss me goodbye. Uh, <laughs> no, I hope not. I knew it. I think that's what Jerry, Jerry means, something entirely different. Oh, right. Uh, right. Yeah, Jerry's is kind of. But Calvin, Calvin mentioned thry out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have a lot of arrows here. Oops, I'm Some sorry. Yeah. My big one up front by the waterfall is still there. Good. Uh, Calvin mentioned Trialis, Esperanza. I think Esperanza is eating in certain neighborhoods. And Fortune. Uh, uh, so I, I, challenged, I challenged people to come out and look at our butterfly garden. <laughs> okay. So we've had to whack that thing back three, four times already this year, which means it survived the cold. We didn't cover anything in there, and, uh, and it's growing like wildfire. Huh. Gold star, yeah. uh, desirable, the most desirable Esperanza, the gold star, will be blooming ar- and around two feet tall in the nursery now. I've got some blooming, two okay. feet tall. Okay, full of bloom. Good. Yeah, some of them. <laughs> I'm I'm bringing Greg Grant out here, in uh, uh, Saturday from next. No oh God, the the originator of Gold Star Esperanza. You should bring him out for the blood drive, so Greg could give blood. <laughs> I don't know if you'd want Greg for it, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, even even ones with deer with show showy bloom uh, decorate the neighborhood. 
Try that. See if that's any better. I'm going to hit you, Matthew. Well, you're, you're, He's right. Nobody can hear you. Yeah, you're, you're talking. Your cheek is talking. I, I can no, hear me. The only reason I knew what you were saying is because I'm close enough to be in the splash zone. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey. Nice. Nice reference. Nice way to bring that back yeah, around. Yeah. Uh, viburnum selections are popular choices for San Antonio landscape because of the evergreen foliage, deer-proof nature, and ability to grow in sun or shade. Unfortunately, hmm. they do not fare well in the freeze. Hmm. But you know, a lot of them start coming back from the root. Yeah, right. But if you look at them in terms of now, comparing to hollies and other choices you have, they're not, you know, their performance is not yeah. up, up to the same as the others. Uh <laughs> And it's a, another plant to think about before you replace it in some situations. Dwarf Yopon holly, standard Yopon holly, or dwarf Chinese holly. Don't they make a standard Chinese holly? I think so. I've never seen it. Okay. I don't know it either. Okay. But uh, most most of the dwarfs are selected from standards. Uh all hollies listed were undamaged by the February freeze, and they do well as a hedge and are not eaten by deer. Now, and recommended by Neil Sperry. Oh, okay. Well, if Neil says it's okay. Uh, Neil Sperry and Calvin. Goodness. You can't beat that combo. No, that's... Uh, that's. <laughs> so, Sinisa experienced some damage in the February freeze, but not as much as dogwood. Not dogwood. Yeah. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. A boxwood. I had the wrong wood there. Man, we, we don't talk about dogwood that often. Primrose jasmine is used in a lot of landscape and not eaten by deer. Is not eaten by deer. Immediately after the freeze, it seemed like they were on their way to recovery. But it was not for, not fulfilled. It's promises in many situations. Is that right, Calvin? Yeah, in my experience. It's uh, used as a specimen plant with a weeping shape and beautiful yellow blooms in late winter. But it's also a six to eight foot tall ground cover. So, uh, yeah, I like that primrose jam. And it at my uh, son-in-law's and daughter's house. Did it fully recover? No. It froze the top of it to the ground. But it's putting out new growth in a hurry from the base. uh, It was one of those plants in my neighborhood, a lot of it planted because of all the deer. Oh, yeah. But it started out spectacular. It was going to recover, and then it just kind of died. No, no, it didn't die. It's just not. What are we talking about? uh, Primrose jasmine. Primrose jasmine. We're just another one of those plants we identified that has appeared to be recovering from the freeze, but huh. it just hasn't. But you're, you're, it hadn't killed it. It didn't kill it. It just slowed its growth. It just is kind of uh, hemming and hawing, and, oh. and the four o'clocks are <laughs> moving in. And Okay. Uh, well, we'll know a lot more by the end of next month if we get hot. Yeah. Uh, that's a good ground. Now, like I said, out toward uh, they live out toward Fair Oaks, and uh, 
their big one. They had a great big one. And uh, that killed the top completely. And I told them to go out and uh, cut that top off while you can, while you can see underneath where coming out. But they have procrastinated. And uh, the uh, bottom growth is about ready to take over the top dead part. Well, now that's one that would be more attractive if they cut, cut it out. out because yeah. the, one of the uh, the attractions is that weeping. Oh, yeah, with all your yellow yeah. bloom. Yeah, and it's uh, we got we got some gardeners that uh, do a real good job of. Uh, um, cutting and pruning and mass year. pruning, yeah, and it really it doesn't look like they manipulate it, but it's, it certainly makes a nice impression. Yeah, for color in the sun in a neighborhood with deer, consider vinca, iris, and paperwatch. The iris has a relatively short bloom period in the spring. But the foliage makes an excellent ground cover. Now, weren't you telling me that the deer ate some iris? Yeah, they they ate at the top of iris in a few in a, in a few beds. So was it be... was it growing rapidly? The iris? No, it went through that uh, cold. That's yeah. cold and that dry. Yeah. Winter. Uh, that oh, dry yeah. right. Period we had and it wasn't doing very well. And then the, the cold. So okay, it's kind of it's going to be interesting to see how the iris fares and how the deer react to it, <laughs> or if it's back to normal. Yeah, he uh, he mentioned in here about uh, the vinca, which we are vinca vinca center central. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh man, and yeah, lots of vincas. That's for deer proof blooming. Annual. Uh, that's probably the best areas, Vinca, and they come in all different colors, and they've got some uh, disease resistance too. Hey, we need to take a quick break, and while we do, why don't you give us a call with your gardening question? What's going on in your gardening world? Call us at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, or just come on by Millburgers at sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road, where there's always somebody here from uh, you know whether it's noon to two or two to four or four to six. Uh, who can answer your gardening question? All right, 210-308-8867, our number. Back in a moment on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, we'll have another orange pepper report in a second. But I want to tell you about Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control. If it's bugging you, Spider-Man Pest Control can help you take care of it. Not only get rid of it right now, but make sure you're protected as much as you can be to keep that pest from coming back in your house. So, uh, for instance, it's not uncommon for them to uh, maybe find a weep hole that you've got that uh, things are getting in or maybe there's uh, some screening in your attic that's come apart or there's a little hole that rodents are getting into. They'll have to find yeah. that. Uh, but they're going to treat the whole problem. Oh, okay. That's the cool thing. Is uh, So it's not just a, a treat and run. It's a... Uh, 
it's actually treating the whole problem, looking at holistically is how I like to say. So uh, you're going to get uh, a great service, and you're going to be happy. And the cool thing is talking to people who are whose livelihood depends on it, like restaurants or other businesses. Uh, they can't afford to have rodents. Restaurants. Is that right? No, they cannot. In some uh, of the places I eat in. Well, they need to call. I like sp- to watch the wildlife. Give them Spider-Man's number. <laughs> all, right. all, all those restaurants are saying, Jerry, don't say. Don't say our name. Don't say our name. Don't say our name. I didn't say anybody. All right. Well, they need to call Spider-Man at 210-656. So see those little mice. Stop it. 3721. 210-656-3721. I don't know why people get upset with mice in a restaurant. Or go SpiderManPest.com. I can't imagine. Well, I mean, what are they eating? GoSpiderManPest.com. I don't want to get into the what's that mouse doing? What's wrong with having that mouse in the restaurant? The man doesn't want that mouse. He's trying to keep him out. So, oh, okay. Spider-Man, I gave Spider-Man three of the orange peppers. Okay. Okay. He says all three are doing great, and he sends me a picture. Okay. His are not in containers. His are in the ground. Okay. And he says these little peppers sure are hot. So his are hot. Okay. Because I don't know. They're, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I don't know what mine. Maybe the container isn't good. Maybe they're not getting enough sun. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to bring warm. They may not be hot, Milton. I'll bring Are some. you eating some? Yes. I ate them last week on the air. Oh, okay. And y'all kept going, okay, wait, wait. It's going to pick up. <laughs> and 10 minutes went by. He's well, got a, kind of a feverish look, but that's <laughs> what, too, what, too long ago. What color that. are here? Uh, I gave him the orange, orange ones, too. Let's see. In the picture... There should be more reds than there are. Yeah. Uh, let me ask him, because he doesn't say. Okay. Ask him about the mice thing, too. Because all they're doing is eating crumbs that people have dropped on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I, I think it's the little crumbs. Yeah. Uh, what else are they eating in there? I think it's the little crumbs the uh, mice leave behind. Oh, well, you got to... Evacuate every now and then. Well, but yeah, just they, they don't. They don't need to have the mice in there, Jerry. You but can keep so going. Cute. You can keep going to those places until they call Spider Man, and you decide what you want to do. Okay. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Vinny on the line. Hi, Vinny. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Getting a lot of grass questions today. What's going on, Vinny? So, thank you for having me on. I listen to you guys. I talk to you every weekend. Um, so, I just bought a house last year, and for the past year, I've been trying to grow grass in my backyard. It's Half it's a low-light area, half it's um, a lot of sunlight. I've spread seed nonstop. I've you know done with it, I've kept it moist. I just want to know, is it, would it be better for me just to get sod and lay it down, or what would you guys recommend? What, what kind of seed did you put down? Um, I can't remember exactly. Um, Where did you buy it? I bought it at Home Depot. Hmm. Well, I haven't made it, made it up to you guys yet, so. It depends. It depends on what your situation is. Uh, how, uh, is how much sun do you have? Uh, what kind and, of grass? Yeah, and you got, yeah, that's what I mean. And the uh, soil that you have. So the soil's really fertile. It, it does grow a lot, a lot of weeds and everything. I know I need to till it up. About half the backyard is covered by a big tree, so it gets 
little to no sunlight, and the other half does get a lot of sunlight. The little one, the part that does get a lot of sunlight, is growing a lot of a lot of vegetation. It's just the part that's not in the sun. Okay, <laughs> what you're going to have to do under that tree is put in some uh, ground covers or kind of use a shade tolerant plant because yeah. you're never going to do with grass under the tree. So yeah, you give a, a varied landscape. Um, oh, I was thinking flagstone and you know and patios and yeah, ground covers, mulch. And then, then in the uh, sunny parts, you could have your uh, almost any of the lawn grasses. Right. But uh, you could probably, uh, uh, with seed, uh, Bermuda grass seed, uh, it has to be done during the hotter weather, which is happening. Uh, and you got more soil. Where do you live uh, in town? Uh, over kind of around uh, Converse and Kirby. Oh, okay. So you've got some, uh, you got some soil over there, don't you? Oh, yeah, the, the, the backyard is a lot of soil. It's it's just I just I'm not, I'm new to home ownership. I'm new to having a lawn, so I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Well, uh, in the sunny areas, you would probably is your yard huge? I mean, is it a big yard? It's a, it's a decently small yard. It, um, the front yard is fine. It's just the backyard that it's a lot of awkward spaces in the backyard. <laughs> okay, I would uh, go ahead and use a regular Roundup and kill all the vegetation in there, and then sod it with a, a Bermuda. Okay. Uh, Alrighty. Now, now, whether or not. <laughs> You want to call ahead because because of all the rain. Yeah, they're having trouble cutting grass over around uh, uh, Bay City. Okay. All right. So, so anyway. um, all right. I Thanks, guess sir. I'll try that. I'll I'll definitely go out there and I'll um, round up the backyard, at least the area that's not really growing grass, and uh, I'll, maybe I'll come into Mulberger's uh, get some more advice. There yeah. you go. Come on well, by and well, visit us. Be sure, like I said, before you come to get grass. Well, the phone system is knocked out. Oh, remember, that's so. right. You could email them, nursery at millburgersa.com. Uh, have you got a good, strong wife that can, a girlfriend that can help you lay that side? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. You're set. <laughs> you one or two. That's half the problem. <laughs> okay. Now, right, now if, if that continues, that issue with the rain and it's trouble, hard finding sod, then your your uh, planting grass seed, Bermuda seed, is not a bad solution either because you can, do, you can get the seed and you can do it um, now and, and you have a reasonable. I mean, it, it turns out pretty good as a few uh, kill the weeds like you, you Jerry mentioned, and then uh, till the soil up and plant the seed. And maybe you won't. Uh, maybe you won't have to water it as much if we continue to get this stupid rain. Stupid <laughs> rain. <laughs> we need the stupid rain. <laughs> so good luck. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. 
You bet. Okay, thank, thank you so you much. All right, yeah. that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're about two minutes away from a break. Uh, Is it so, a hard break? No. Oh. No, but you got a, you got a little sun in this last yeah. week, didn't you? I think the caffeine. I think the caffeine's uh, kind of um, caused was, me to flush a little bit. I was proud of Calvin on This Week in the Garden in the newspaper. Said purple martins are leaving their houses and assembling for a trip to the Amazon. Oh, that'll be nice. They'll enjoy that. I don't know. You think they'll enjoy a trip to the Amazon? Sure. Who wouldn't? Would you carry your wife uh, to the Amazon for a vacation? If I were a purple martin. Oh, okay. For the winter, lower the houses and uh, open the entrances for uh, for the season so sparrows can use. Oh. Uh-huh. And then he's, <laughs> he's uh, I think he's editing again. Uh, no. I think he's editing on the fly. No. <laughs> I, I have uh, exciting news from uh, Johnson City Joe. All right. Well, we about need the to, sparrows. Uh, about the sparrows. Wow. Well, we, we'll have to wait until we come back after we get you caught up with the news. Don't forget to go to MillburgerNursery.com to find out about the quarterly blood drive. It's coming up not this Saturday, not today, not next Saturday, but a week. Uh, from 10 to 3 on the 7th, I believe. Go to MillburgerNursery.com and then go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center to find out how to register. All right, we're going to take a break. And while we do, you call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on 930 AM. This is The Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Do you want to see Warren's pepper? It, oh, that, there's a picture. Yellow. Yeah, it's it's not yellow. It's orange. Well, it's okay. So. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Some people have said that the orange one is hotter than the red one. Really? Warren said, too, he just sent me a text, too, said it's 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 hot but very flavorful. There you go. And I think that's probably that's a good description. All right, 210-308-8867. So what were you going to tell us about the Johnson City Joe sent us about Martin's? Do what? Sparrows. Oh, sparrows. He said there was good news about sparrows? Oh. Yeah. I'll have to dig it out of my oh, okay. resources. One thing I wanted to talk about, we, we mentioned earlier about the uh, Belinda's Dream row. Mm-hmm. On sale. And that <laughs> that rose, uh, of course, I, I, did a, I think I got a write-up on it. Either Greg or I have a write-up on uh, Belinda's Dream, how it was discovered. And uh, it's interesting because uh, it was bred by a math professor over at A&M. Really? His name was Basie. And uh, he's quite a uh, really good rose breeder. Yeah, Basie's, I don't, you know, I don't know the specifics, but it's associated with 
there's roses that have yeah. C in the name. You're right. And uh, but in his later years, mm-hmm. he had uh, a little dementia, or I think it was dementia. But anyway, he forgot stuff like Calvin and I did. Uh, but anyway, he threw away. Mm. He he was breeding roses and. Bill Welch went out to his house one time to visit with him. He lived right outside of College Station. And uh, in the trash pile, Bill Welch noticed this rose bloom. Oh, really? Wow. And, uh, Mr. and he asked Mr. Dr. Basie, could he have that rose? And she said, he said, yeah, it's in the trash pile. And so Bill took it home. And... Uh, uh, I think the Rosenporum grew a few when they when they first started, and uh, then then Greg Grant uh, saw it and liked it because it was fragrant and everything, and that's at the time he was in San Antonio, mm-hmm. and so he brought it over here, and I said, "That's that's a good deal. It's it's fragrant and everything else." So we started growing some from cuttings. And I noticed that it was almost identical to one of the parents, the mother parent, female parent. And I heard up a little bit. I said, are you sure that's been a cross? That's a cross rather than the original mother rose, female rose? And he said, <laughs> then he started down himself. So we got... <laughs> We got the mother uh, mother rose and grew it side by side with uh, what would to come become Belinda's dream rose, and uh, in in fact, it looks when it first blooms they look identical, fragrance all everything else, but then it uh, gets yeah it uh, gets it gets to being a little different than the mother, so uh, we promote it a little bit. But uh, James Spivey, who you've heard us talk about on this show, and was at that time working with Color Spot Nursery outside of town here. And uh, they grew no roses. They didn't graft roses. Most 90% of the roses uh, were, are grafted. Hmm. And uh, so they didn't grow roses. And James Spivey... <laughs> was working out there and kept kept pestering them to grow some of those roses. And they didn't want to do it because they use overhead irrigation, which is bad for roses and brown uh, mm. black spot. Well, <laughs> uh, Dr. Leinberger, <laughs> this is, a lot of people had an input into this rose. Uh, Dr. Leinberger had grown some Belinda's Dream Rose in tissue culture, which makes them easier to root. Oh. It cleans them up, cleans the viruses and things like that. And so uh, he grew a, a lot of them in tissue culture for some experiment they were doing over there. And uh, we're going to throw them all away. And so I gave them to James, <laughs> five, he was working out there, and he kept pressing them to grow within the Dream Road. Not only did they do their root easily, but uh, they didn't didn't even blink at that overhead water. Hmm. And so, 
since they could root them so easy, they started, James talked them into growing thousands of them. And uh, they, they fell in love with them with the, out there, uh, people that did not ever grow roses before. But uh, the sad thing about it, after they really got going on the market, uh, we went over and uh, saw Mr. Basie at the, right at the last of his life mm-hmm. and uh, was telling him about his rose, Belinda's Dream. And uh, he couldn't remember it. No. He never could remember it. And, and Greg and I were talking to him about it. He said, man, I'd like, I'd like to have one of those. Oh. And uh, it's just getting I, sadder so, and sadder. So, so happened, well, so, it so happened that I had a truckload of them, buying them, for, for taking them back to San Antonio. And so we went out and gave Mr. Dr. Basie one of, one of his roses one back. Of his roses, yeah. And he was excited to death. <laughs> so uh, that that's had a long history, uh, Belinda. But it's uh, it's it's it does it, it is not immune to black spot, the disease that defoliates. But the key to it is it's on its own root system. Right. You you can cut it down with a lawnmower and it'll come back Belinda's dream. And also it's very fragrant. A lot of people use it as potpourri, Milton. Oh, listen to you. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> but you said it right. I, I think it's people that uh, use dead rose buds in the bathroom. Yes, or, or where anywhere in the house to to give it fragrance. But yes, most notably in the bathroom. But anyway, it, it's on its own root system, and uh, it will get black spot in very wet conditions, and which is very conducive to uh, black spot. Uh, but uh, there's a. It comes back, like all the most of the old-fashioned roses will do that. So can you smell the fragrance? Oh, big time! This thing is super fragrant. You can even smell. now in your old age. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's undeniable. Yes. Okay. Now. We might have to put him to the test. On that. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have cut some roses out of the out of. Out I'm going to go to smell mine again. To see yeah, okay. If Uh-oh. I can detect the fragrance. <laughs> I had a hard time detecting. I got a, a slight fragrance. Laura can smell it. Uh, a little stronger than I'm I kinda, can. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I, if you, you can smell it, it, if you're not dead, Mildred. it's not. It's not a, like a. So it's like, not like a Fanuc Phlox fragrance where you can smell it Gosh, two yeah. blocks away. Uh, well, I'm with you. Out, I'm we can go out and smell the traces. Okay. Of, of I'll go roses. They, they, right. they got, they're full of blooms. Okay. But after all these years <laughs> of developing the, uh, Belinda's Dream Road, mm-hmm. it's becoming harder to find. Yeah. That's that's why I was knocked out by how many uh, traits that are the members there. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What else is going on? You know on? Why, the deer don't eat, why the deer don't eat it? I didn't know the deer didn't eat it. Why don't the deer I eat it? I didn't either. They'll eat the hell out of it. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. The deer will eat the most savage, <laughs> thorny yeah, rolls. Yeah, yeah. But they, yeah, and they'll pass up some of the, ho- well, that dwarf Chinese holly. They, yeah. I think they don't eat it because of the thorns, but they, <laughs> but boy, on the roses they do. And they got uh, my firecracker firm still on sale. Mm-hmm. And a good good picture of it. A bloom, a tubular fl- flowers, and probably the best plant for for blooming in the direct sun in an abused area. You know where they don't can't water it very much. Uh, that thing's tough. So uh, they've got some of, the, of those on sale. Got a good price on what it. What is too. it? What uh, firecracker fern? Oh, or humming, a lot of people call it hummingbird yeah. bush. There was. Uh, Oh, what, what was the other plant that that uh, was brought to our attention? That was uh, Trey oh. Scott in his last bunch. It had a, I want to say it was a, called a firecracker plant too. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, they got a, a lot of plants called hummingbird plant, and yeah, that that one was. Uh, that's a, that's another of the bu- uh, butterfly uh, and hummingbirds really really liked it, and it's but it's uh, kind of takes over too. It's uh, no. spreads. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at Neil Spears' uh, question and answer. Somebody wrote in with a tomato problem. Said, "What caused this to happen on my tomatoes?" And Neil says this is sun scald damage, and it happens when the fruit's exposed to the intense direct rays of the sunlight, especially after a period of cool, cloudy weather. And that's why <laughs> that mainly occurs in the spring. You don't have much sun scald problem in the fall. Uh, I guess that's kind of like it takes longer to sunburn in the fall than it does in the spring, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean you haven't been laying out there naked in the... In I, have, the, in the I have not. <laughs> in the, not, since in the, the fall. not since the neighbors put up all those screens. I got the hint. <laughs> well, you you cut all that down, didn't you? Didn't you cut all Yeah, your... and then they put it back up on their oh, side. Oh, man, that's bad. It's just hurtful, 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 rude. <laughs> but that, that's one of the reasons when we're evaluating tomato varieties for the rodeo tomato and elsewhere, that's one of the things that we put a lot of emphasis on. When you see a tomato, if you can walk up to a tomato plant uh, that hadn't been caged or whatever and see all the tomatoes that it's got, mm-hmm. walk away. Oh. Because you should, should see foliage on the top of those tomatoes. It should be difficult to oh, see the tomatoes. I see what you're saying now. And that, uh, that prevents them from sun color. And for watermelons to do the same thing. The commercial growers uh, growing watermelons, well, by the time the watermelons get start getting ripe, they go and take the vines around the watermelon fruit and cover it, cover it with vines so it won't sun scald. Hmm. So, anyway. Uh Let's see. What would cause my dwarf yopon holly to die like this? 
<laughs> there's several, Neil says there's several possibilities. First thing I would say to just looking at it is water. They didn't, it didn't get watered properly at a certain time. And Neil says this, this past winter caused that kind of dieback. And I think that's in in uh, Dallas. Hmm. I don't think we had any dieback on your part, Arnie. Said, uh, <laughs> male dogs. Uh oh. Where are we going with this? Can burn the foliage with their bad manners. See, that, that, that's a nice that, way to put it. is a gentleman, isn't yeah, he? He is. He. Put I would have probably written that in a different he, way. Yeah. Don't, don't tell us how you would have <laughs> Thank you. It is also possible that that branch was broken by something falling on it or brushing against it. You can prune it out once you shape the plant as needed, apply high nitrogen fertilizer, encourage the plant to regrow and fill back in. Yeah, they didn't say how old the plants were. If you put in a, a dwarf yopon holly or burford, I guess, too, uh, I've seen it happen with both. Uh, and it's young, and you're thinking that the sprinkler has watered the plant enough, or we've had enough rain, uh, and it begins to show disease symptoms and everything else. That plant is, uh, especially with these people such as myself, that have a rocky stone yard with uh, two inches of soil anyway, or an inch of soil anyway you want to dig. Uh, you got to make sure they stay watered, or that the container that they're grown in stays watered while they're establishing their root system. Uh, they have, uh-oh. Hmm. <laughs> Neil says, you got a question. My Monterey oak lost all of its leaves after the February freeze. Oh, my goodness. Look at look what she's got in a wagon. Rose Mallow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, he had two that he was featuring. Yeah. Uh, there was um, I got Midnight it. Marvel and Starry, Starry Night. Look at you go. Well, I'm just reading it, so don't be too impressed. Oh, okay. Yeah, Hardy, Hardy Hibiscus, Midnight Marvel, and Starry Night. I'm wondering if that was Midnight Marvel. I don't know, only because this... Yeah. Uh, scarlet, let's see. Perennial Hibiscus types with dark foliage and scarlet red uh, blooms. Plant in full sun. Regularly twenty nine ninety nine. That's almost there. Uh-huh. On sale for twenty four eighty eight or two for forty five dollars. Yeah, that's a good deal. And that's what he's got. It's two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they took advantage of that. Oh uh, yeah, you, he's looking but, at he is in the color of those flowers. They can't. It looks like a bargain. Yeah. <laughs> Again, they can't. Uh, Trace has a hard time finding uh, the Texas superstars uh, flare and. Uh, uh, Calvin got a red flare, I think, don't you? And, did, uh, did you see the petite knockout roses that were on sale? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I interrupted you on the flare. Yeah. 
<laughs> he said he's having trouble. What was the one that we had a couple years ago that, unfortunately, mine never came back? I think what happened to mine was it froze, and then I forgot about it, and then I emptied the pot that it was in. So. That's good, Milton. Yeah. We had one of more grande, was it? No. Uh, could have been a Red River or, uh, like I say, Flare. I think this will break your heart even more. I think it was something that was kind of hard to come by. Oh. And... Yeah, and now it's even harder to come. Back. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he can get it either. I think he <laughs> said he had it a couple of years ago, but yeah, but yeah, mine didn't come back. I'm and sorry, I think you told me at that point if you can't get <laughs> perennial hibiscus to come back, we're going to come over your yard and take all your flowers away. You can't grow nothing. Yeah, that's that's a pretty tough plant, and yeah. these new uh, hardy hibiscus types. Uh, they're beautiful. Have beautiful blooms and everything. The blooms are not nearly as big as Moy Grande. No, I wish it were Moy Grande, but it wasn't. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're pretty. They've oh, got that, some beautiful yeah, blooms. Red, red is more intense. Yeah, it? it's almost yeah. a blood red. It's yeah, really, really rich. But, All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. How can we help you today? Lots of grass questions earlier. Maybe you have grass questions. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road on nine thirty. The answer. Got your granny, chomp, chomp, chomp. Everybody said it was the same, cause mama was a wicked on ten game. A wretched, spiteful, straight razor toad moment. <laughs> Lord, and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. And wait for the good, that's but some salad in it. Poke salad in Poke it. salad. Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's the good part? <laughs> Poke salad in it. It's probably coming up. All right. You want to sing it? <laughs> no. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. we get to our call in just a second, but I want to talk to you about Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Again, the picture speaks louder in terms of what it does than anything I can tell you. If you've got a deck that's just looking gray or dingy or did you want it to look new, then you need Thank to you. go to Deck and Patio Care and see the example that's right there on the front page. Barry uh, Hagendorf has been doing this since 1986, and he's fond of saying it really can look new again. And you'll see that when you go to deckandpatiocare.com. They do deck sealing, deck repair and construction, pebble stone and dry, pebble stone driveway cleaning and sealing, fence treatment, and much, much more. At Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Call them at 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. Or check them out. Where? deckandpatiocare.com alright eight is our number uh, and uh, we have I believe Gary on the line uh, 210-308-8867 hey Gary welcome to the show how are you doing uh, Gary Hello? are you there yeah hi yes, Gary I how am. can we help you Good. Uh, I'm planting some Buford holly along a driveway, and I needed to find out how deep the soil would be if I expect them to grow about eight foot tall. Well, <laughs> Burford, um, is it standard Burford or dwarf? 
a standard Buford, yeah. Buford, yeah. So that, that, that really the soil depth is not directly related to how large they get, although it'd be a limitation. <laughs> yeah, it would grow faster in a yeah. good soil. Yeah. Yeah, I just but didn't it, want to bonsai them is the thing, you know. Okay. Yeah. So well, I guess because it's in a fairly rocky area, but I, I think I can... I can excavate it enough to get you know some decent drainage and and put them in there. But I had some Buford and they went through the freeze like a champ. So uh, right. they won out over Pittosporum and anything else I could think of. So well, yeah, you're a smart man. Now don't plant Pittosporum again, no, like all, do all our listeners do. I like the yeah. Pittosporum, the standard Pittosporum, yeah. or, or Japonica the... either. So yeah. Now okay. I I think if if you got eight inches of soil you're you'll do pretty good. Uh, What's that? Uh, where I'll, you I'll live? Twenty four inches, so I'll be all right. Yeah. Oh Lord! Yeah, yeah. Just, I've uh, got okay. two inches. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, all thank right. y'all. Thanks, Gary. You take care. It needs to be well, uh, well drained, though, Gary. You know, can't don't don't have it low so that the water settles in there. But until it gets established, are they in three gallon or what are they in? No, I think we lost Gary. Okay, he went and moved on. But we have the Ted on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Ted, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? I'm doing fine. You guys sound like you're doing fine too. Yeah, uh, it's 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 warm, but not uh, too bad. All right. Well, somehow I missed the uh, answer to the question of the caller that had uh, uh, the big uh, morning glories and it wasn't blooming, and it's pretty late for that. I thought so. Mine's doing the same thing. It's covering up the uh, it's covering up the landscape and taking over things. <laughs> and uh, it look it looks like kudzu out there, you know. There you and, go. Uh, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm waiting for it to bloom. If it ain't, well, uh, you know, I'm going to have to hire some help to get rid of it. <laughs> Is it? Uh, did you did you get grow it from a seed, or did you get a plant, or what? No, I buy the seeds from the same place. I buy them from Phoenix every year, and it's the same one that I use. I've got okay. pictures of it. Somebody, uh, uh, Gary, a while ago, told somebody to go and get some old pictures. Well, I've got old pictures of this thing blooming <laughs> way earlier than this, so I'm just well, wondering if uh, if it's going to bloom or am I just yeah, going to enjoy the, enjoy the green for a while? There you go. It's not in the show, shade, is it? Never. Uh-uh. Okay, good. And I got, I, think... it, I got it. It's all over the place, too. It's in the front and the back. And and, uh, and, it, and you bloom it. You've had it bloom every single year for a lot of years, right? Uh, absolutely. Well, and, uh, uh, what what I would do is carry it back to the Phoenix, but take some cuttings back to the Phoenix, and tell them that they're selling non-blooming morning glory. I already did that. And, and, uh, oh, no. see, you're Mike, trying you, to get you're in my trouble. man. Mike, I think, Mike and, yeah, I, I think Mike. this this is certainly a, a strange year. Yeah, I, we've had I, drought and we've had excess no, water, I'm, and then in a hundred degrees. I'm I'm thinking that's exactly what it is. I just thought maybe yeah. y'all had a 
you know. Yeah, it's a, it's, uh, it's it's due to the weather, and, well, and it, uh, it, think it, of it's these growing. It, excuse me, it's growing so good that I know it don't need any food or anything. I mean, no, it, no. It, it's trying to come in the house, man. Now I've got the weed, the weed morning glory that's booming up a storm. <laughs> oh, if you'd like some of that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. I thought that yeah, was it, great. I, I gathered up uh, about a pound of those seeds from that wild morning glory, and I gave them to all my friends around Houston. Oh, no. They're all, you know, I don't have any friends in Houston anymore. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that, uh, like Calvin said, the rain, think this has been a crazy year. Yeah. And uh, all the rain and uh, cool weather. You know, we, we hadn't had in the 90s. Until just uh, yeah, basically this a couple week. of weeks ago. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, I think that it's an excessive rain. Oh, well, yeah, it's excessive rain. And uh, I think it's going to knock your eyes out when uh, it blooms this fall. Cause I, w- I always uh, like the fact that they it's not doing anything, and then two days later, there'll yeah. be blooms everywhere in those morning blooms. So get your camera ready, and it's it's getting ready to bloom. But I yeah, still like right. I still like that idea about uh, complaining to Phoenix. Oh. Yeah. Tell them I uh, tell them, tell I, them I said to do. Yeah, that. that'll help you out a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I'm messing with it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you guys have a good afternoon and. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll be listening. Look I'll at this helper. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Oh, uh, yes. I'm, I'm a, right after church, I'll be listening tomorrow. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Call, right. call us or send us right. a picture when that thing blooms. A lot of people find they have to go. They, they, it's, it's advisable to go to church before listening to the show. Yeah. Well, uh, I was thinking they, the they go, would rather go to the church, church yeah. after they After do. the show. They, okay. Uh, but a man in Austin, Dennis, yeah. does all our research for us. He says he has to start drinking about wow. 30 minutes before the show. That's just sad. We're sorry, Dennis. <laughs> Not our fault, no. As I found long as a pair of as long yes. as there's wine, it'll be fine. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks, well, you guys Ted. have a good time. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ted. Thank you good for luck. Hey, right. let, it, let us know when that does that, that does go. Yeah. I, well, I haven't heard any reports. But if it does bloom, don't tell the fanics. Yeah. You know, we're telling them that. Uh, well, it, it might have been an H-E-B. I'm not sure. Oh, wait a minute. That's not going to yeah. be fun. <laughs> Well, we can still blame it on them. They used to take. No, I'm, you know, I'm uh, Mike and uh, Mark over there. They're way bigger than I am. I better not give, oh. give oh, many yes. reasons to put me in the traffic. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Ted. You take care. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Tom is on the line. Hi, Tom. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Thank you. Uh, I have big green worms on my tomatoes, and oh, I want to kill no. them. Without using any harsh chemical, I tried the soap in molasses. Is there something yeah. else I can use that be better than what that? The, what the hell are you you fertilizing those worms? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you could use a safe, safe product, uh, several of them, that contain BT, Bacillus yeah, and BT is the most effective product. Yeah, and once they take okay. one bite of that, what happens? Nothing. 
I don't remember. Oh, I know. Terminal constipation. Right. But you got. But it's not a. It's not. A, it's an, considered to be an organic treatment. Is that? Right? Oh yeah, it's organic. Yeah, that's what I thought. But they and they quit eating once they've taken a bite of that stuff. Now yeah. some some folks. Now BT is really effective. It's an organic control. Yeah. Uh, but some folks just go through and and pick the the <laughs> caterpillars <laughs> off because they if you don't get them quick. Yeah. They'll eat. A, they'll eat quite a bit. Do they have oh, a yeah. little horn? Do they have horns at one end? A horn at I, one end? I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty green. They're pretty big green worms. Oh yeah, and they got a horn at the other end. Of, yeah. Well, uh, one of the end of the body, and uh, like Calvin said, they can eat you overnight. The, the yeah, amazing thing is, <laughs> the amazing thing is. Uh, you can be looking right at them, yeah, you know, down in the bushes, a bush, and looking for straight at them, and they'll you not see them. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is, you can see. So you take somebody out to look at your tomatoes, and you say, "I don't know what caused uh, this." Yeah. And then they say, "Well, I'll bet it's this great big caterpillar that's right there in front of us." You know? Yeah, they get big. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But that, that BT is. Totally safe to use. Mil- Milton could even drink a solution of BT. Right, Milton? BT. No, I don't want to get terminal constipation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they, but do it quick. Okay. I'll yeah, put that li- down. Did, did, they, uh, did, they, uh, did they eat all the leaves off? On, on one plant they did, yes. Okay. Well, they're, they're relief which will be a relief to you. But anyway, they'll uh, they'll leaf back out again. It'll just kind of slow them down. Yeah, well, I planted them late. I don't think I planted them until May. Oh. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're not looking for fall tomatoes, huh? Well, it'll be maybe August, hopefully. A little later in okay. August. Okay. What variety did you plant? In early spring, I think they were celebrity. Okay, that's good. Oh my God! Oh, is that the same person? Sorry, no, sorry, there, Tom. Yeah. We're we're watching these hibiscus find a home, and they're they're just they're eye catching. See how the how the foliage is red? Hmm, I didn't see that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, there, Tom. <laughs> okay, that's all right. Thank you. It's okay, so good, good to hear from, this, from Doctor Parsons. I hadn't seen him in so long. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, okay. when you you are, you can, what's really fun is to take those big old hornworms when you find them and put them on a concrete slab and let your kids smash them with a brick. Okay, I might do That's that. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you, Tom. Well, yeah, I guess he hasn't completely <laughs> left his... Uh, <laughs> Uh, he has uh, meanness, uh, <laughs> a mean streak. Huh? Who? Jerry. Jerry, yeah. Me, Smashing yeah. hornworms with Yeah, birds. I got a picture of that, as a matter of fact. That's not... No, that's okay. Is that on Plan <laughs> Answers? Can they see it on Plan Answers? It's, I don't think I've got it on Plan Answers. Hmm. I used to use it. Okay, I found my sparrow. Oh, okay. Uh, information from Joe. Johnson City Joe. He said, I once had a professor... Who was a, a, as an officer that was attached to the U.S. Embassy in Egypt? Hmm. 
He said as you walk through the marketplaces, there would be vendors selling bundles of dead sparrows for people to buy, to take home and eat. Oh, okay. And there were some vendors actually selling roasted sparrows on a stick. Oh, kind of like a corn dog? But I say you can't eat a, a martin, purple martin. They put up quite a squawk. Yeah. Sounded good to me, but the sparrows hadn't been gutted. Oh, ew. Huh. Served with the heads on, which was generally eaten first. Oh, well, so, that makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Now, this story is told to me 50 years ago, so I don't know how much hair is on it. Wow. I, th- I think that's, you know, I've talked about uh, shooting the sparrows yeah. the BB guns in Tennessee. And did, did you ever munch on them with the head on them? <laughs> no, but so, uh, somebody always came by and got them. Oh, okay. And uh, so anyway, so I, th- you, I think they might have gutted them. Oh, okay. Well, there was a trace that was complaining that once you gut them and, and prepare them, you know, there's not much left. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. anyway, there's a proof that uh, the sparrow has more. Uh, to offer uh, than just the beauty of the brown sparrow. Oh. He's not going to give ne- up on this, is he? <laughs> you, ne- no. you, you never hear of anybody eating martins. No, you don't. That's right, because they don't taste as good as sparrows. Or they just don't want to eat them. <laughs> they just love them too much. Oh, okay. Like those folks in Austin who have their martin parties. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We are going to take a quick break. So while we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867. Great questions today. So keep it going, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., the answer. Broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And Steve is on the line at 210-308-8867. I don't know. 210-308-8867. Hi, Steve. How Welcome you to the show. No, I don't think this we is drip, doing Steve. Well? Doing yeah, well. Yeah, we're doing great. Yeah. What's going on with your coral roses? Oh, I just, I had some, uh, Nutgrass or sedge that's been in my society garlic and my little coral roses. Can I spray image in that to kill it? I'd be careful about that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't image, know. image or uh, 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 <laughs> it's got the funny name. The uh, oh, sedge hammer. Sedge hammer. Yeah, I love that name. Right. I just can't remember. Yeah. Um, so don't spray it how about on the what? Roses? What's the label say on that? Did you look it at? It says you can spray it, spray it on the society garlic, and I did, and it got a little 
I got a little burnt, but I didn't spray it on the roses. I didn't didn't know if you could. Yeah, it, it, it should tell you if you can. Um, okay. It it was developed specifically for nutsedge, but uh, right. I, I would be careful with it because I don't know that. Honestly, I don't know what it is. Yeah, no, it worked okay in the Society Garlic, but it said that. But I was trying to find if it it didn't say anything about the roses, so I figured I wouldn't spray them. <laughs> well, there's a there's probably a phone number on the label. You can call them. Yeah, free. Okay. Let us know. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, you I got know enough you rain, can... right? Yeah, a little bit. Wait, I got rain. nine and a half inches. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's crazy. We had more rain through July than we had in the last two years through the each year. Yeah, yeah. That's what we were talking Sorry. to that previous guy about this. And you've had a question on that uh, morning glory, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I bet I, uh, it, I'll give you one other question. I uh, planted some sunflowers for okay. the dove hunt. There and you they go. looked awesome. They looked awesome. And then all the way through the end of June, and then they all got mildew or mold on them. Yeah, they'll do that. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, but <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but along the sides of the road, the wild sun, uh, sunflowers yeah. are killer. They're coming up. Yeah. yeah. And that's not going to be good well, for your dove hunting, buddy, because that's going to scatter those doves all over the place. That they won't, but great. they won't. Uh, after they have that mildew, will they still drop seed? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, oh, it depends well, on that, the age. That's all yeah. I want. <laughs> yeah, they'll drop. They just won't be dropping as much. I mean, they won't produce as much. But if they, uh, yeah, yeah, well, Jerry's right. If you, go, it depends on where they are in that process. They'll, but most of the times, they'll drop. They'll drop some seed. I was just well, thinking just of all, all those uh, finches and things. And were falling over a lot of them, you know, or the heads yeah. are falling over. Huh. Of the well, you gentlemen or? have a great day. <laughs> Thank okay, you, sir. Thank Good you luck. Take care, Steve. All right, 210-308-8867. You know, Al gives me a little bit of information about what the call is about. And Kathy is on the line, and I don't know if she has a question about her deer eating plants or if she's looking for plants that eat deer. Oh, okay. It just says deer eating plants. Uh, I hope. Kathy, what you looking for? How can we help you? <laughs> I am looking for some shade plantings that uh, hopefully will be evergreen and perennial. And here's my list so far. You tell me whether or not the deer eat these. Okay. Uh, shrimp plant. Some yeah. places, yeah. They'll in a in a drought a drought they will eat those and other. Uh, when the weather's like this, they generally uh, leave them alone. Yeah, Calvin. One Here's- of Calvin's neighbors uh, taught us a lesson in that, didn't Calvin? Turks cap. Same. Same. Uh, same. De- Mexican de- dwarf petunia. Uh, that and that's another one. <laughs> All three of those are the same. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Variegate, how about variegated ginger? Uh, that I don't know. I don't either. We'll have to ask somebody and, to call us in on that. Call in on yeah. that. That variegated ginger is pretty, isn't it? It is. I'm trying to get a little color in this, you know. And yeah. then uh, liriope. That doesn't. I know that doesn't have the color, but it 
it's pretty good in the shade. Um, yeah, I'm afraid. Afraid they eat that. <laughs> you think that they'll eat the liriope too? Yeah, I do. I think they eat the top. Uh, yeah. They'll they'll keep it uh, pruned for you. All right, and then here's the last one I was thinking of: uh, purple heart. Um, I don't think they'll eat that. And since you bring that up, with all this rain, that purple yeah. heart's growing faster than I've ever seen it grow. I know, and that's why I thought it'd be good to fill in a bed underneath some oak trees. Yeah, um, it will. I just don't want to. It's out in my front yard, and I live about a block up from a creek drainage area. No, the deer yeah. don't come up all the time, but when it gets hot in the summer and dry. Uh, you can find them out in the yards at three o'clock in the morning eating everything. So <laughs> yeah, the last thing I want to do is put in line. like deer bait. You know, I don't well, want to invite them into my front yard. <laughs> you can use uh, the only thing we found. Well, we need trace up here. Is a liquid fence uh, spray that you put on. Probably well, if it's raining every day, maybe. I was going to say once a week, but uh, liquid fence works. And uh, Trace here in Millburg was saying that there's a, and they sell it, a uh, you know, liquid fence, the original liquid fence, had a pretty stout odor to it. Uh, but they're making a uh, odorless uh, hmm. liquid fence. Wow. And uh, he said he had... Had some uh, had one one or two others uh, that they they say is good to ward off the uh, deer. Yeah. But only, what about? Only thing, um, go ahead. Only thing we only thing we've tested is uh, liquid fan. Well, now now that you say something with the odor, you know the those dried granules that are uh, like the garlic odor that supposedly ward off the mosquitoes yeah would that offend the deer also no and it won't offend the mosquitoes either i don't know i'm hearing <laughs> lots of people tell good stories about it. i haven't heard back from back from uh, people over okay. at a&m oh you haven't you emailed them yeah okay sorry go ahead kathy <laughs> well are deer are deer offended by garlic what if i just took a bunch of garlic cloves and no. crushed them up and threw yeah. them out there that's no, a, that'll they don't make seem the, to be. that'll make their breath bad. Hot, hot peppers. They'll, uh, yeah, they'll chase them off for a little while. <laughs> make a spray. Okay. You mean looking? Then after it burns your hands off from <laughs> the heat. <laughs> but you got you. You know, we've had a couple of really good gardeners that have been able to keep the deer off of their even their <laughs> fruit trees, but. Until they forgot or got busy and left and left, let it go, and then the next thing they're yeah, the, uh, peach trees <laughs> were take long. Do you uh, do you live in the city? Yes, I live just like I say about a block up from the Almas Creek drainage area. Oh, so okay. Normally, the the deer stay down there, but uh, come July, August, September. You can find them in your yard, you know, browsing away at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that's that's when uh, armadillos come out too, two, two between two and three. 
Hmm. Well, suppose and, uh, I've never did, seen an armadillo in my on my street. Uh-huh. Well, but I've seen deer, coyote, Bats, owls, you name it. Wait a minute, man! Yeah. You got you got some wildlife. There. Uh, but any, anyway, uh, uh, do you feed them? Do you feed the deer? Not on purpose. <laughs> well, I mean, with corn One time or they, something. I had put Sandy. some, uh, I put some pansies and uh, petunias and things like that out at my mailbox and the next day they were all gone down to the oh, yeah. down to the dirt well, if you, if, pansies. Uh, if you uh, of course out by the mailbox you you can still use uh, vinca periwinkle yeah and we've all all different colors and the deer won't eat them won't touch them yeah all right but pretty. in terms they're, of they're pretty too well, in terms of color in the shade, can you think of anything else that I didn't bring up? They'll eat blue plumbago? Yeah. No. Well, I had whites, that for a while, they, they, and it, they, they didn't bloom, though. Too much shade. Right. Oh. Hmm. And paper whites they don't eat, but they don't bloom very long either. Yeah. Foliage yeah. is attractive. Now, look look on the... We're... Kevin and I are sort of old. So... Uh, We've got a listing on plantanswers.com under pest, uh, and uh, it, as far as Appleton have put it together, and uh, we've got several sources on there. Uh, we may even have a listing of things that grow in the shade. So do uh, okay. do shade tolerance. Do a search first uh, when you open the page first box to the left will search all of Plant Answer and do a search for uh, shade tolerant deer resistant plants. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all so much. I always enjoy the show. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you Kathy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Were you kind of excited about the proposition that she might have plants that were eating deer? <laughs> yeah. we got deer eating plants. Do you sell any deer eating plants? <laughs> the, uh, uh, Al was sending me the... Uh, I know some deer eating people. Uh, okay. No. Well, that might work. Me too. Yeah. yeah do you? Uh, Trace, uh, we were looking for deer repellents. Yes. And, of course, we came up with liquid fence. Okay. And didn't you say there was a, a uh, odorless liquid fence? N- no. Or some odor? They all stink. Oh, okay. Uh, so liquid fence and Bob X would be the two normal ones. What is it? Bob X. Bob X? Bob X, yeah. Okay. I don't, know, I don't know if they nicknamed the deer Bob, but they call it Bob X. <laughs> That's what the, I thought. The other one is I Must Garden. That's the one I was oh, okay. So it's, had to it's still it, stinky. Don't get oh, me wrong. It's okay. still stinky, but they take a scent that's not as bad to us and try to mask it. So one of them has a spice scent, huh. and the other one has a mint scent. There you go. Which apparently the deer still don't like, <laughs> but it's not as pungent to us. There you go. That's nice for them to come up with something like that. Uh, right before we go off the air, I haven't mentioned that our peach, yeah. for peach. Yeah, yeah he was out there this morning. He's there now. Yeah. And uh, what was that variety? Uh, Harvest Summer Gold. Yeah, because it was a variety was last week. I think they're going to have that for the, and like I told you last weekend, they're only going to have peaches, as far as he knows, the guy that's selling them, for a couple of weeks more. 
And uh, these are free stones. And uh, did I already miss Melba? Uh, yes. Well, Melba's really late. That's my favorite. Yeah. Well, mine, I mean, I'm not a peach eater. Mine's redskin. So uh, we're going to have to go to <laughs> another source to get those peaches. All right, we got about thirty seconds. So thirty uh, seconds. Yeah, Trace, anything you want to bring up real quick, and then we'll close her down. Fall, got, got lots of new stuff. Got fall tomatoes. We've got, got fall uh, tomatoes. Yeah, all the decent selection of peppers. New decent selection of peppers. Okay, we'll we'll tell you more, and tomorrow you'll have more things you can't tell us about because they're coming and, and you don't know and blah. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. Oh man. All right, we'll say goodbye for today on behalf of the docs. Thanks to you for listening, and thanks to Al for doing a great job getting all those calls on the air. Uh, we will see you back here at the nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. Mm-hmm. On behalf of Millions, Mill Burgers, I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer.